Sterker. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Evangelist Benny Riddle, and welcoming you to A Word from the Word Ministries. Yes, we are A Word from the Word Ministries, and and I have on here today with me uh, my co-founder, Pastor Connors Mobley. Say hello. Hello, hello, hello to every one of you who has tuned in today for this broadcast with yours truly. We are delighted to come as one body in Christ to share with you on what God has to say to us in this season, this right now season where in it has to be a word from the word. If it's not, then we're in trouble, mm. not only with ourselves, but more importantly, with God. See. I am so glad that uh, Pastor Mobley is with me today. Uh, last week, when I did my very first one, a uh, co-worker of mine, Brother Charles Smith, was with me. And we were talking about um, how people can be hurt in the church and how we as the church and leaders in the church, how do we greet these people when they come into us? Now this week, I am going to ask my co-founder to join in with me as we discuss this. The Lord has been working with me on this particular subject, and every time I do this sermon, he adds on something different. Now, what um, what I'm looking at is the subject is still haven't found what I've been looking for. And I got two points that I would like for us to talk about. The one is do you know what you're looking for? And the second one is he knows what he's looking for. And we do have some scriptures. Yes, we do. And if you got your Bible, which you should have, or somewhere on your telephone, <laughs> like most of us have our, our Bible downloaded on our phone, uh, you go with us to the book of Ezekiel the 34th chapter and 11th verse. And you will see where he says, For thus the Lord God, behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. Hmm. Then in Ezekiel, the 34th chapter and the 16th verse, he said, I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away and will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and I will feed them with judgment. Then go to Ezekiel, the 22nd chapter and the 30th verse. 
And you'll see where he says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Mm. Then First Peter, the second chapter and the ninth verse. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, in these scriptures that I just read, they are telling us what he's looking for. He's searching out his sheep, and he told us that his sheep know his voice. And another, they will not follow. Now, that's what he said. Now, if we go a little bit further, there is a song by YouTube that says, I still haven't found what I've been looking for. And one could say that this young man is talking about being in love with a young lady. However, if you really look and listen to what this man is saying, he's really talking about his spiritual journey. And I know that some people may not agree with it, but that's what he's talking about. And there is a passage in here. It's a verse couple of verses but the one that I'm looking at is is where he says that he believes in the kingdom come you know I believe it then all colors will bleed into one bleed into one but yes I'm still running and then he talks about how this person carried the cross of his shame and if you think about it, there's only one individual that carried a cross of our shame that was holy enough to do that. And this is what this young man is talking about. He believes in the Father and the Son. And you see, preacher, if you agree with me, that's the reason why so many people don't understand a lot about some of our secular performers just because they are singing that music does not mean that that's their lifestyle that's their living that's how they make their living they have a faith I've heard some rappers talk about how they do have a faith they were born and raised in church but the rap music is just their living it does not mean that this is what we do Mm. So this is what we're seeing here with you two. You two, the young man is saying, hey, I believe in the Father and the Son, and I believe in the kingdom come. And yes, I'm still running because 
I still haven't found what I've been looking for. And how many of us are stuck right there? We're stuck. Preacher, what you what what's your take on that? led you in this direction today out of Ezekiel uh, and God knows he's my he's my my help today because you just affirmed what I had started working on earlier this morning with developing a course workload under the subject matter of appreciate yourself and honor your soul and dealing with shepherds and sheep, I believe that in this end-time season, we really need to learn as shepherds to know that we are sheep first and that only Jesus is the good shepherd. And we have to abide by just as well what the sheep abides by and lives with and feeds off of the word of God so that we can learn in our process how to appreciate yourself and honor your soul. So there were some points I had written down. Don't let your mind bully your body. Mm. Healthy changes with healthy reasons. How to become more than an overcomer. Mm how to decorate your altar, how to free yourself from the violation of others, how to honor your soul, how to love you as you love God. So as you love you, you will love God. How to stop negative thoughts. Uh, I love you, is that a question? Is that just in brackets? Is that with an ampersand? Is that with a slash? Is that with a negative or positive? Is it minus, plus, or equal? Is it just a slash for you as a total person? It's not a crime to be left behind. We, we got to learn how who we are as self. Work on the me, myself, and I, so as you get to know who you are, then you will understand why God loves you and cares for you in such a way until you will develop a meaning of self-appreciation and knowing that we've been created in his image after his own likeness and the very breath that we breathe is God. We in the body need to teach one another and teach others to know what affirmations are needed to be needful in the kingdom of God. And then, you know, my saying is, who does God see when you look in the mirror? Nah. Is he really seeing a reflection of himself? Or are you just looking at what others see and not necessarily see what God sees? Hmm. Yes, yes, do, and, and, and you see that goes back to what he's saying about I still haven't found what I've been looking for. Mm. 
Isn't there a scripture that says he is searching to and fro, seeing who he can use to bring him praise and glory? Mm-hmm. Okay. He ain't looking for us to do nothing bad. No, he's searching for us to see if we will be obedient to his order, to his 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 directives. Uh, okay. When you were sitting at the stop sign and the homeless person had the sign that says, please help, God bless you. And the Lord told you, give him or her $3 out of your pocket. You got $3. You can give him $3. And you didn't do it. Now, if you call yourself one of his sheep, you're going to follow his directive with no question because he instructed you to do that. Now, because you didn't do it, you just cut off your own blessing. Lord, help us. That's the truth. Now, there are times that he will, you'll go to try to help somebody and he'll tell you, no, not that one. And the reason why is because you're not to be that individual's angel. Okay? Mm. That happened to me one time, preacher. I was going to help. I was going to help this person standing on the side of the road. And Lord said, no, not that one. Mm. And I said, well, Lord, he's homeless. You know, can I help him out? And he said, no. He said, because the one that's going to help him is on his way. My, my, my. I went, oh, okay. And I just I went on about my business because guess what? I was not going to step into that lane and stop that individual from receiving their blessing or that homeless man receiving his blessing. And guess what? Sometimes the homeless people standing on the side of the street are really angels, y'all. Yeah. To see if yeah. you're going to do what he asking you to do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you don't do it, and if you're a child of the king, you will be so convicted to you will, even if you pull off, that conviction is going to set in and then you're going to turn back around and you hoping and praying that that person is still at that corner. My, my, my. Yeah, I lived that one, too. And he gave me the opportunity to get it right. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're talking about searching and looking, and do you know what you're looking for? Mm. Many of us remember the movie Mahogany with Diana Ross. And she sung a song in there that said, Do you know where you're going to? Mm. And it says, do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? Do you get what you're hoping for? When you look behind you, there's no open doors. What are you hoping for? Do you know? And then she said, once we were standing still in time, changing the fantasies 
and feeling all nice. You knew how I loved you, but my spirit was free. Loving at the, laughing at the questions that you once asked of me. And then she goes into another verse that says, Now looking back at all we've done, we let so many dreams just slip through our hands. Why must we wait so long before we see how sad the answers to those questions can be? Now, mm. just in, in, two, in those two particular verses, She was talking about how many times has the Lord instructed us to do something and we laughed at it. <laughs> yeah, right, Lord. You got to be joking. You ain't want me to do that. Yeah, all right. And you keep on about your business. My, my, my. But then when you go into retrospect, you say, wow, I should have went on and did. Because, see, now... You're realizing, mm, I messed that one up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> mm. Yes, you did. That's the reason why she said, we must wait, why must we wait so long before we see how sad the answers to those questions can be? How many of us, if you're going like 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 me and Pastor said, if you're gonna live transparent. How many of us that made some jacked up decisions, some messed up choices, which saddened us in the long run? We thought that it was making us feel good when we were doing it. Yeah, and we might have felt good doing it. But when, when we really sit down and started really thinking about that thing, you realize, wow. That, that 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 was that was messed up. That was really messed up. Now we are the sheep that the Lord is looking for. And then, preacher, you can help me with this one too, about the straight and narrow path where he says that. You know, a person that, you know, the, the path, the road to destruction is broad. Yeah. But the way to eternal life is narrow, and every once in a while you see a, <laughs> you see a traveler. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because so many of his sheep, we're being misled by that other voice. We're not listening to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oftentimes, sis, we have too many distractions. We don't stay focused. We may be hearing too many voices and not, not sure on which one voice we need to listen to, uh, we may be too busy trying to search and find when we don't really know, as you just stated from the song, we really don't know what we're looking for. See? And trying to assume instead of 
in trying to be reaffirmed in your spirit. And thereby, that's that being tossed to and fro by every sound, wind, and doctrine when you're not settled in on knowing exactly what the word is saying that will lead us to the rock that's higher than we are. But preacher, <laughs> I'm you know I'm going there to the rock that's higher than we are. I am on top of the rock. What you talking about? And you see, that's mm. the kind of attitude that messes us up. Yeah, yeah. We think that we have arrived, y'all. We have not arrived. My, my, my. That's the reason why he's steady telling me. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. My God. And every time I ask him, well, Lord, what are you looking for? And he took my me God. this past weekend to them scriptures. I'm seeking out my sheep. I'm looking for the one that's broken so that I can bind them back up, bring them, heal them back together. I'm looking for the one that is sick so I can strengthen them. I want to bring again that which was driven away. And you know what? Me and you was talking about this earlier, about those that have been driven away. And when I say that, what I mean by driven away is church hurt. Yeah. And ain't it funny how we can... It's funny how we can deal with, we'll deal with other people hurting us. We'll deal with relationship breakups. We'll deal with friendships being lost. We'll even deal with death of a parent, death of a child, death of a close friend, a relative. We'll even deal with that. And we'll sometimes, some of us, will heal from those things. But when you talk about church hurt, people don't understand how that church hurt, as the old folks used to say, cut you to the quick. Yeah, Lord. And it ain't no, oh, just shake it off, come up out of it. No. This is one of those things you just can't shake off. And this is similar to what we were talking about last week, the driven away. I have heard too many people. Yes, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. And then when they hear things that's going on in the church, see, that's how come I don't have a church home. Mm. I don't heard too many people say that. And it saddens me. And then I want to find out, well, how come you don't have a church home? Everybody ain't like that. But it's just like everything else. It only takes a few to mess it up for the good. 
Just like we say all black folks ain't bad and we say all white folks ain't bad. It's the same way with the church. All churches are not that way. And 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 it's not to say that these people don't have a faith in the Father, that and it's not to say that they don't believe in prayer. No, they are praying individuals. They just don't go to church like that. Because for all we know, they might be even seeing some actions going on that didn't set right or was not right. You can, you, hey, from the pulpit to the door, y'all. So while we're so busy trying to point that finger, we need to be pointing that bad boy back around at us. And then when I read the 22nd chapter and the 30th verse where he said, and I sought for a man among them. Now, me and preacher, we, we need y'all to understand something. When the Lord says man, he's not talking about, he's not being gender specific. That's right. He's talking about human beings, us on this earth. He said, I saw for a man among them that should make up the hedge. Now, you know what a hedge is, y'all? Now, we got various types of hedges, you know, okay, say, for example, you got a front yard and you got shrubbery and you done planted these trees close to each other. What happens is those trees grow up in thick and, and, and forms like a border around that yard. That's a hedge. It protects the yard. Mm. So here the Lord is saying, I'm, I'm looking for somebody that should make up a hedge, okay, to stand before me or stand in the gap. Ooh. Yeah. Not only are you trying to protect something, but you're going to be an intercessor. No, Lord. And, and, and just think about how our big brother... Yeah, Yeshua. Some of y'all know him as Jesus Christ, but his Hebrew name is Yeshua, all right? How he stands in the gap for us, between us and the Father. Do we realize just how many times Daddy would say, okay, I'm fixing to offer him, and son step up and said, no, nah, Dad, that's why you sent me down there, right? Do we realize just how jacked up we are? No, we don't. But he said, for somebody to stand in the gap before me for the land. Now, you can look at land as the ground, yeah, but we are the land, y'all. He's looking for somebody that is going to make up the hedge and stand in the gap for us so that he should not destroy us. My God. But then the sad statement at the end, and you see, preacher, you taught me this one here. 
how to pay attention to punctuation marks. <laughs> he said that I should not destroy it, colon. It's not a period. All right now. It's just a pause. And then he comes back with, but I found none. My God. Don't you know that makes me want to cry? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Well, it's just like in the book of Revelation. And I'm so glad that you've been doing your teaching about uh, in the book too, preacher. I really am. Because so many times we don't have enough teachers and we don't have enough preachers with the knowledge and the courage to talk about that book. That book is not something to be afraid of. That book is a road map. And like you said, yeah. that book, yeah, is telling us about what's going to happen, but it's the revelation. It says it in the first chapter, the first verse. This is the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's right. So no matter what goes on, we still need to remember who got our back. Regardless of what's That's going on, who got our back? That's it. But then didn't he say that when he when they went to open the seals, they could not find anybody on earth worthy enough to break the seals. Chapter two. But the lamb showed up and said, I can do it. And do we understand who the lamb is? My, my, my. The lamb is that when that YouTube talked about in his song that carried the cross of his shame. Mm. The one that carried the cross of my shame, the one that carried the cross of Pastor Mobley's shame and everybody else's shame. That's the truth. So that we don't have to hang on that bad boy. Ooh, we. My, my, my. But in the book of Revelation, it does say when they got ready to open up the seventh seal, they called out and say, okay, who's worthy? Who's worthy to do this? And they could not get an answer. That's right. That's right. So when he said that I was looking, but I found none, I was like, whoa, okay. <clears throat> yeah, that popped me all up inside my head. I was like, oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody? No, nobody, oh. none. So that just goes to show us too, preacher, that <laughs> no matter how holy or how righteous we think we are, we still have not arrived yet, huh? You better believe it. We sure don't have it. Wow. But then he does give us hope. And that's in that first Peter, the second chapter, and the ninth verse where he says, but ye are a chosen generation. Ooh. And you know what? I am so glad that me and you 
are in that chosen generation, preacher. I really am. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. And the reason why I say that is because what we used to say in the street, hook or crook, we don't care. We going to tell it whether you like it or not. One Sunday, I preached at my home church, and I made a statement. <laughs> I sure did. And I told them, I said, and guess what? I may not ever speak again, but I want y'all to understand this. Denominationalism is what's done got us in trouble in the first place. That's right. When that enemy started using denominationalism, that bad boy knew what he was doing. It fragmented us. Yes, it did. And caused us to get so into the denominational isms and schisms. And you know what? I, when I think about it, I don't blame some of the people for saying that's the reason why I don't have a church home. Because if we cannot agree on what the word says, and all of us are supposed to be studiers of the word, why do we insist on fragmenting the discipline? Why? So, you know, we are the chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. And when he says a holy nation, each and every last one of us is a nation. He's not talking about the nations on the continent of the United States or the, nation, the, the countries in Africa on that continent of Africa. No, 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 no. It's the same way when he talk about how those trees that are planted beside that river that flows down through the middle of the city and the leaves on that tree is good for the healing of the nations. That's us, y'all. Am I wrong, preacher? You're on target. You're right. So we are the nation. We are the whole... Are we peculiar? Yes, we are. Shoot, sometimes I even look at myself and say, girl, you strange. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way he made us. Some of us was born with that very intent and purpose to be peculiar. We didn't have to grow into it. We didn't have to become that. We were born that way. That's right. And why? Because each and every last one of us that is peculiar, we should be talking about him, his praises, putting forth those praises and talking about how he brought us in out of a jacked up situation. Mm. That's all it is. Witnessing. And remembering that it ain't all about you, boo-boo. Now, preacher, come on. Help me out. Help me out. What you got to say about all that? 
but I'm in total agreement with you, sis, because when we know that we've been chosen and we are part of a chosen generation in this present day, as we are yet still living in the end time season, God is still looking for a people who will recognize that he's still Lord to the glory of God our Father. And we have to really develop on purpose leadership so that we are not leading in front, but we're leading behind by us following him. Not to get in front of him, but to get in our rightful place. So as we follow him, he will do the leading and the guiding of us into all truth. And I'm glad that you pointed out that first Peter text because we are lacking in the area of being a peculiar people. Mm. We can't be like everybody else. And some of us still have a problem with that. We, we can't say everything that everyone else says. And some of us still have a problem with that. But he's calling us out so that we may show forth the praises of him who have called us out of darkness. And that's where the testimony lives within and without. It has to be shown by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, Jesus said, if you have love one for another. Hmm. And we lacking in that department too, that, that we have so much separatism among us until we're looking at each other as if you got two heads and I got three. <laughs> that, that, that if we looking like some freak of some sort, but in real reality, it's because we're not willing to come together as many members, but one body, the way God has designed us so that we may know that that which is in time past, we were not a people, but we are now the people of God, which have not obtained mercy but now we have obtained mercy, and we need not to take the grace and the favor of God in vain. And since that's that, I, I'm a firm believer on that word from the Lord because we have to show enough, repent. Most of us may have to go back and start our first works over again. Most of us need to wake up and see. Have we left our first love? Mm -hmm. Most of us need to go back and literally see, have we sincerely surrendered our all unto him? Have we girded up the loins of our mind? Are we sober? Are we still drunk with the affairs of the world? Mm -mm. Do we really have the hope of knowing that the end for the grace that is brought unto us is that revelation of Jesus Christ? Are we looking at man and saying he or she is and not he? You, you, you know, sis, it just goes into how obedient are we? Are we walking in our own disobedience to his disciplines, fashioning our own selves to that to which we once came out of, or allowing somebody else to take us into where they are, which is not the place where we ought to be? Mm. 
don't don't get me started because I feel like hollering. But the key <laughs> is, is that we all have to realize and come to the grips of understanding that the Father, who without respect of person, is the only one who judges everyone's work as it shall be. And all of us one day will have to stand before God and give an account of our own stewardship. What are we doing on the job while we're at the job, on the job? Are we working? Are we doing like some folk and just milking the clock without doing the assignments to which he's assigned for us to do so that we may produce more fruit for the kingdom? Man, look, I'm looking at the clock because I want to get paid. See? But I ain't did nothing. See? Hmm. And since even that illustration, you don't get paid, quote-unquote, in the physical material on a daily basis. You have to work and put the hours in Uh-oh. in order that at the end of the week, whether it's the on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis or some on a monthly basis. But it's based on not just when you punched in and punched out, but it's based on what you do between the punches. (laughs) And what are you producing? Because in real reality, doesn't matter what job it might be, you have to produce the work in order to prove that you were at work while you were at work, doing the work that you were assigned to do. Nah. Because guess what? When you go on that man's job, he ain't going to pay you for doing nothing. I know that's the truth. Your supervisor is going to watch you, and if you're doing nothing, they're going to have a little conversation with you. You still don't Mm want to do nothing. They're going to come back with that verbal warning. You still don't want to do nothing. They're coming back with a write-up. You still don't want to do dear. nothing. They're escorting you out of the door. Ain't that something? And see, most folks want to get upset, angry, mad, cussing, mm-hmm. swearing, ready to fight and, and hurt somebody over what you brought upon yourself. Nah. Ain't nobody's fault but yours. Ain't that something? And how sad it is that we don't want to admit. And and in the, in the kingdom, we all have to confess our faults one to another. At least we're And God to. is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, but we fail God in that discipline hmm. with the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah. We, we too hard up to say, I'm sorry. You know, we too, we too you know, bold in our in our own flesh uh, to, to, to not know that God is calling us for on-purpose leadership, that, that, that we have to be those lights that shines in darkness. We cannot be in the darkness without a light shining mm-hmm. through us. We're to be the salt of the earth that has not lost its savor. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but we still trying to tread on the ground thinking that it's all right, that, that I'm saving my salt. Lord, have mercy for some, for for the, for an icy, snowy condition. Mm-hmm. Well, 
so I go, so I won't be slipping and sliding. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 And you know what? It's 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 funny that you should bring that piece up because we just don't realize just how messed up um when the lord says that cuz i had a couple of thoughts rolling around this one thought here when you were talking about us being the light all right um if we look back into the word the lord always talked about us being the lights let your light so shine. Don't put your light up under a bush. You are light on top of the hill. Mm. Yeah. Kind of goes along with the one where I was saying, where I used the analogy of we are the lighthouses calling the ships in to, from sea. But how do we greet the passengers on those ships? So he has always you talked about us being the lights to the world. And he did tell us, yeah, some of my lights will be persecuted. Some of my lights will be ostracized, criticized. Even some of my lights will be killed because of who they're connected to, me. But don't stop letting your light shine. Because guess what? It's not about you, boo-boo. That's it. That's it. When the word says that he created man for his pleasure, he created man so that we could always be thanking him and being grateful to him for life and everything that he provides for us. That's his pleasure. Because guess what? I'm going to do for you whether you say you love me or not. Amen. Now, to some of my sisters and brothers out there, before we close, because we're coming down to the end, how many times I want to challenge you, okay? I want to challenge y'all. Number one, stop treating the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, like they Santa Claus. Come on here. Every time you look around, Lord, can you help me this? Lord, can you help me that? And the Lord is sitting back asking you, well, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> I get tired of every time you always want to scream to me when times are bad, but what about when the times are good? My, my, my. Do you thank me when those times are good? Oh, Lord, why this happening to me? You know why it's happening to you, because guess what? I ain't going to let nothing come up on you that you don't know about. My, my, my. It's just like preachers, just like back when we was growing up, when our parents would get ready to give our little heinies that tanning real good. I, I can't yeah. speak for everybody, but my mama would sit me down. Now, Benny Lee, I want you to understand why I'm giving you this whipping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
And then she go down the list, and I'm sitting there saying to myself, well, just come on with it and stop all the talking. <laughs> well, remember when you did this, that, and the other, and I asked you not to do it, and guess what? And and, and then I asked you I asked you not to do so-and-so and so. And I mean, she'd have this long list. Yeah, yeah. Old school. Come on with it. <laughs> nah. And then, and then we we seem to forget. I don't think we forget. We just choose not to. When he says, "Stop playing me for Santa Claus," all right. When you get up in the morning. Yeah, this is the other part of this is the challenge right here. When you get up in the morning, past, well, Lord, thank you for waking me up. Thank you for letting me see another day. And then you turn around and you say, well, Lord, bless me on this day and bless me here and bless me there. Okay, this is what I want you to not do. This is, this is where I want you to cut it off right now, okay? When you get up in the morning, even throughout the day, Okay? I know I do. Lord, I thank you for making a way back and forth for me to tra travel safely. I thank you that my family and everybody that and everything that is connected to us is good and fine. Now, when you get past all of that, here come, here come the other piece, all right? And by the way, Lord, let me ask you this. How is your day going? Yeah, have a conversation with him. He'll talk back to you. Lord, how is your day going? I know you got this world full of knuckleheads down here, and I'm one of them. But I just want to know, how are you? And Lord, by the way, in case I didn't tell you, I love you. How many times we tell him that? But yet and still he loves us regardless. So, food for thought. Food for thought. Do you know where you're going to? No, we don't always know where we're going to. That's the reason why he says, my sheep know my voice, and another they will not follow. If we know his voice, we'll follow his direction. We'll move when he says move. We'll sit still when he says sit still. We'll speak when he says speak. And we'll shut up when he tells us to shut up. Simple as that. Just plain old obedience, y'all. Now, back to business. <laughs> if you would like to um, write to us at a word from the word ministries you can write us at I just said a word from the word ministries at 2631 Gravoy G-R-A G as in girl R. Robert A. Apple V as in Victor O. Oscar I. Ida S. Sam Gravoy 
Avenue, Suite 803, St. Louis, Missouri, 63118. If you would like to write to me, Evangelist Benny at awftwmin.net. That's Evangelist Benny at awftwmin.net. And if you would like to write to Pastor Mobley, yeah, my co-founder with a word from the word, and I'm glad that he's with me today. And you'll be hearing more from him. Yes, you will be. You can write him also at Pastor C. Mm-hmm. Pastor C at A-W-F-T-W-M-I-N dot net. Mm-hmm. If you would like to donate to this ministry, you can send your donations to a word from the word 2631 Gravoy, Suite 803, St. Louis, Missouri, 63118. And I would also like to thank the, the, the cooperation of NextCore for giving me the opportunity to take advantage of this beautiful facility. And I'd like to also give a shout out to the people that I work for. Yes, I work for Dana Kelly and Charles Smith. We are the firm. And the firm does taxes, insurance, life insurance, health insurance, car insurance, real estate. Mm-hmm. They even got house insurance. Yeah, they got all, we have all of that. Also, we offer financial assistance. Well, I won't say assistance, but yeah, it is assistance helping you get your finances in order, helping you make out a plan, make out your roadmap, where you want to see yourself in the next few years. Yeah, we have specialists that do that, help you out with that. So if you are in the St. Louis area, swing through 2631 Gravoy and ask for Dana Kelly, Charles Smith, or Portia Anderson of the firm. And if, I guarantee you, they will help you. Yes, they will. Now, Pastor Mobley, I, I forgot to do this at the beginning, but I'm not going to forget at the end. Would you pray us out, please, sir? It would be our honor. Father, we rejoice for this on-purpose leadership broadcast today. Wherein through your word, you are yet still multiplying amongst us to become more and more like you. So when the question has been asked, do you know what you're looking for? Lord, we know that still your question to us, that you know just what we need, and we ask that you would put the burning desire within each one of us to seek you while you may be found and the call upon you while you are yet near. Bless each and every listener today and for the days to come. We ask now that thy heavenly benediction will continue to be upon us as we continue to give you praise, glory, and honor 
for we believe you by faith that the answered prayer is answered by faith in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Tune in next time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We will be coming back again next, this coming, well, later on this week. Yes, we will be. And we'll have another fantastic topic to talk about, all right? And if you would like to have sponsorship, we do have sponsorship opportunities. Get in touch with us here at A Word from the Word. May God continue to bless you and keep you in his care.